Welcome to another podcast, The House at Home. I love this format, talking to people, inviting people to the table, and talking about real life, real life issues, and how God just kind of invades our world. And if we embrace the, the word and his instruction in our life, our everyday lives can just be amazing. And uh, the, we, I want to thank my producer, our producer, producer, Anna Peterson. She's amazing. And she gets us, keeps us on track and um, keeps us from making too much outside noise and gets this thing up on the, the web. So we thank her very much for doing that. And uh, so today is a, is, a, is a kind of a part two, but it, it stands on its own. So if you didn't hear our last podcast or any of the other podcasts we've done, go ahead and listen to them. But this is, it's, a, it's the same subject, uh, a different person sitting at the table. I believe that there are a lot of great podcasts out there, a lot of great leaders in the body of Christ. Sometimes you have leaders talking to leaders and I know as a leader and a pastor, I, I do, I have to do things kind of in a, I, I just, I'm, I'm an overseer of people's souls. And as leaders, we, we, life is different for us. And I look at the people of the community of our community and how people are living out the truth of God's word. And it is awesome. And they are leading from the community. They are leading from the seats. And that's, that's amazing. They're leaving in their everyday lives, in their neighborhoods, at their jobs, in their marriages, um, in their relationships. And so, uh, I'm excited to do this week, uh, at house at, at home, at the house at home. And my friend, my dear friend, Jody Cotterlick, the world famous world traveler, <laughs> Jody, welcome <laughs> to the house at home podcast. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you. It's good to be here. Very good. Um, Jody, uh, my son, Scott, invited Jody's son, Ryan Cotterlick, to church one day. And that be started the ball rolling on some historical events that it, it's just been awesome. It's just been awesome. And recently, Jody, you, you and I went together on an adventure of a lifetime. Yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> where did where did where did we go, Jody? We went to Myanmar. Yes, and we in in that city we were with a friend and we did some cool things and and God just God just did. I mean, God's good. God That's is right. good. That's and right. uh, one of the things that um, Jody and I have walked out together as far as parenting uh, parenting our boys together, walking through. They both graduated the same year. And, uh, they're both, uh, off on their journey with God. They're both musical and, and I had, I have two other kids, but Jody has three other boys. She lives in a house of boys mm -hmm. and Jody, I want you to just take a couple minutes here and tell me about you. Tell me about Jody. Tell me about your life. Okay. Um, well, I, um, I have, like Val said, I have um, four boys, two of which are already out of the house on their own, um, making their own way in the world, and two 
that are still home. We have twin boys who are 16, still in high school. And um, John and I have been married 23 years, going on 24 in September. And he and I met at Metro, and we were working together several years ago. And, um, yeah, we... I'm just um, so blessed to be here today, and um, yeah, God has taken us on quite a journey. We started out, you know, kind of doing our own thing, our own way, in a worldly way for many, many years. You know, John and I did not have the typical grow up in the church kind of um, upbringing, and so, you know, we've come to this um, a little bit later in our lives. And so um, it's just been amazing to, well, amazing and challenging to actually learn that some of the ways we've been living were really had to retrain ourselves at, you know, 40 and 50 years old. And, oh, wow, that's that's kind of the worldly way of thinking about <laughs> things and not necessarily how we're supposed to be doing things. So That, that opinion doesn't agree with God. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so... And Jody, I've got to tell you, I want to talk, I want to brag a little bit about Jody. Um, she's an, she's this, this woman that believes God's word. Um, you've been healed of some, some pretty major things in your life. Your boys are literally on track to have healings of their own that are just nothing short of praise the Lord. And people in your lives have seen that, uh, uh, your boys were, mm-hmm. you were told by the medical world that your boys, uh, were affected by, uh, on, on the Autism. spectrum. Yeah. Autism. And you and John came to the house and we started talking about healing and you received healing in your own personal body for, uh, I believe it was a gall, black, gall, yes. gallstones. Yeah. Yeah. And Completely, you totally healed. Yeah. I was scheduled to have surgery. Actually, the week that that uh, Mike prayed for me, and it was just like I called him, cancel it. I was healed <laughs> right on the spot. Never ever had an issue. That was like seven or eight years ago. And you were bent over in pain. Yeah, I remember you telling me that, and I remember talking to you. I I, I feel like I was like my faith was challenged because you just said, "Well, yeah," I called the nurse and told her I was the healed of the Lord, <laughs> and I was like. You bold woman of faith, you, and uh, and and no, never had an issue with it again, never. and and walked out, walked some other, and your and your boys yeah. are doing amazing. Yes, Josh right. and Kyle are just they're they're they are they we are watching it. We all get to yes. watch it, and yeah. it's so exciting. Yep, and I've been on the receiving end of amazing phone calls that have been. Uh, to the tune of, wow, we had meetings with um, psychologists or school people, mm-hmm. people in the know that, you know, have to do the testing and all that stuff. And and on the other side. Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, we just continue to thank the Lord for, you know, it hasn't been one of those instantaneous healings with Josh and Kyle. It's been something that's been happening over time. And there is no question and no doubt in our minds that what you know, what the Lord is doing. And yeah, we're not only seeing it ourselves and, uh, but we're, we're actually, you know, the teachers and, um, doctors are, are actually <laughs> noting these things as well. So, 
um, yeah, it's, it's been incredible. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, the, the subject that, uh, the last podcast we talked with, um, a good friend of the house, uh, Jenny self, and, and that was a, a great journey with her. And we were talking about submission and, I think I even remember one of the first conversations I had with you, Jody, about um, wives submitting to their husbands. And and before I uh, I I am going to go to the scriptures. I am going to talk about a few scriptures here. But Jody, I, I just want when you were con- when you heard that, you know, and you and I talked to you about it. Why don't Why don't you tell me what your reaction was? Because. <laughs> You were new to faith. You were, you were yeah. new to faith. You were new to, to really understanding the whole counsel of the word of God. You took it on like a champion. You went out and bought yourself a Bible, got the dividers. That's right. <laughs> Still Dads. got that Bible. Yeah. And you, you're a woman of the word. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a woman that uh, applies the word. But talk about that. Talk about that. Oh, my you. gosh. Um, I was like, wait, what? Um <laughs> That can't be right. Let me let me look at those scriptures because that just doesn't seem right. Um, it doesn't feel right. That isn't, you know, anything that I've believed my entire life. I mean, you know, I grew up in the 70s when it was all about, you know, I am woman, hear me roar <laughs> days. And, you know, learned in elementary school that, hey, girls can do everything that boys can do. And, you know, it's all about equal, equal and what what is this submission thing? You know, I'm, I was literally like taken aback. Like, I don't even know. Hmm. I'm going to have to think about this. Yeah. And so, you know, as my pastor, I mean, as you know, I pretty much, am, you know, you tell me things I'm like, it's, it's true. It's gotta be true. But that one, I really <laughs> had to go back and like, yeah, I don't know if I ever admitted that to you, but I had to go like, what is this still true? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wait a minute, wasn't that just something that someone made up a long time ago and they kind of misconstrued the scripture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and you are a very strong woman. You, you used to ride your bicycle to work <laughs> from Vancouver, Clear Meadows, yeah. and all the way to down in the, the Lloyd Center. You, you are, you're a very strong woman. You, you can throw a football. <laughs> You know, that's one thing. My husband's just like, ah, she throws a football. So amazing. Um, but there, that, you know, there's you, you played softball. You were, um, uh, all-star pitcher for in softball and, you know, you're, uh, physically very capable. Um, and you, you took that really seriously about, um, you know, some things in your life and you took those things on because you are the woman, mm-hmm. hear me roar. Right. And so I just, before we, um, before we get into this and I did this when we, I talked with Jenny and I just, I just want to point out a couple of things for the people that are listening, that there are other places in the word where submission is talked about. And it's really important that we understand the whole counsel of the word and that it's not just women that are being told to, you know, God's not just putting women in a place. In fact, he's not even doing that. It's not a doormat, but it's, it's getting into alignment. It's, it's coming into a line, but let's look at what scripture says. James four, seven says, submit yourself therefore to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. 
hear a lot of people say how the devil is attacking, the enemy is coming at me, the enemy is attacking. And I would say, well, maybe you need to submit yourself there to to God. Have you submitted to God? Have you submitted to God in every area of your life? And Romans 13.5, submit to the governmental authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. Um, Pay your taxes. Don't speed. You know, this one keeps you out of jail. Uh, keeps, you know, th- this is, this is important. Submit to the government. There's one that, uh, uh, Hebrews 13, obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority for they keep watch over you without resting since they will have to account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. I'm going to be honest, that's always been a hard one for me to actually verbalize in front of people, but I know it's true because it's a kingdom building principle. Um, and, and I have spiritual leaders in my life and I, I submit myself to them. Submit to one another in love is Ephesians 5.21. And that I think is one of the most important things. This isn't just, just for a certain segment of the population because you have a certain DNA. It's for those four areas of submitting are for every person, man, woman, children. And then we get to Ephesians 5 where it talks about women and submitting to your husband. So Jody, share a little bit because I know you have stuff to share. You, you, you're, an, you're an amazing woman and I learn from you. So teach, teacher. Well, yeah, well, like I said, um, you know, we, we've come to this late and so in our lives. And so we've believed in a lot of false narratives, um, from the world that we picked up on, you know, years ago. And, you know, um, one of those things that I was thinking about recently is, you know, just, um, just believing like, Oh, you just have to fit in. Oh, you just comply. Oh, you just, you know, and, and realizing, you know, God's word doesn't actually say that, you know, actually we're, created to stand out you know i mean so that's another one i'm actually kind of like but but one of the big false narratives um that i believe for years is that submitting to my husband was no longer relevant in this day and age in mm. fact um in fact I'm, I'm i'm a little reluctant to say this but when we got married pastor Matson, you know he was you know, we were talking about our wedding vows and i'd been to a lot of weddings i mean i got married at 30 and so I'd been to, you know, most of my friends are married. And I remember just sitting there listening to a lot of the vows and just being like, oh, man, that one that they say, submit. There's times where that, that part of the vows is like, I will, you know, you're agreeing to submit to your husband. And I was like, literally ask the pastor to not. Wow. To know that. Not say that. <laughs> I know. And now I'm like, eek, as I say that out loud. But. But it's true uh, because I felt so strongly that, okay, you know, again, I had was embedded in this whole idea that, you know, well, that's kind of old, you know, that's kind of, that's not really the new way of thinking about things and we don't really submit anymore. We're, come on, we're equal. It's kind of like we're fitty fitty here and it's, you know, so, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh. John and I, in our, in our marriage, um, you know, the first 15 years was us, you know, sharing the pants, sharing, wearing the pants in the family. Wow. 
that is an incredible way to put that. And let's just say, you know, um, there's one pair and there's times where that got really, really messed up and dysfunctional because there were times where we were both trying to wear the pants in situations and well, you don't fit very well together in one pair of pants. <laughs> and so, <laughs> imagine, you know, it was like things didn't go well. There was a lot of dysfunction in those areas. And some areas of our, our of our lives where we just both threw the pants in the corner. Neither one of us wore the pants in certain particular areas, right? Like, it was all this, you know, um, kind of messed up and dysfunctional. And, and it was one of the... One of the many reasons I think we were um, heading into divorce court, you know, 15, 15 years into our marriage. I mean, that was one of the, you know, several things that yeah. were going well. So anyway, I'm excited that, you know, once we started learning um, the truth, once we started um, actually... Um, figuring out that, uh, we were started submitting to God and we started going to church. And like, I, I can say that, you know, it didn't happen overnight for us, but God started changing our hearts, you know, from the inside out. And, mm. and yeah, when that began to happen, it was like, um, you know, he did a, had to do kind of an overhaul, you know, and he was doing an overhaul in my heart and mind. And at the same time, really shifting and changing things, I think, for John as well and preparing John to really step into a, a, a true leadership role in, in our marriage. So some of the things I think actually happened um, kind of naturally. And um, I mean, there's been other times where it's felt really hard, you know, yeah. in yeah. the process of, of submitting because it wasn't a natural thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one of the misconceptions about the word submit, and I think that it, it, it has, it has, um, it has taken, again, I, I, I've said this before, it doesn't mean you are a doormat. Mm -hmm. It means to fall into line. Husbands are commanded in the word to love their wives as Christ loved the church and he laid his life down. I had a, a dad in my life, a friend of ours, and they were actually parenting mentors to us. And they, he said to me once, that means when I get home from work and I'm, I'm very tired and I come through the door, I am still husband and I am still dad. I'm not tired. And he said, I need to interact with my kids I need to interact with my wife. I need to be that person. I don't just get to come in and turn off. And and I just thought that was such a wonderful picture because I know, you know, people work hard, you know, and then you've got everybody, most people, both people work or many families, both people work and you both come home and you're tired. And then there's this maybe a fear that, oh, well, I've still got to do all the housework or, you know, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's, it's, to me, submit means respect. Mm -hmm. I feel like respecting our husbands mm -hmm. and respecting 
their walk with God. Now there are men, women that are married that their husbands don't have a walk with God. And you and John came to, came to the Lord and you had attended church as a child and, but you came pretty much at the same time. You were at a crisis time in your life. And you had, you talked to me about how you had kind of taken the reins of things and, and how God has kind of encouraged you that even in some of the areas where you probably have a lot of information, but to let John lead in that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, that's, that's, yeah, because, you know, it's been a journey and I'm not quite there and I know I'll probably always have to work on this for sure. But, um, yeah, most recently, uh, we have a, you know, a situation where I've, taking the lead on on uh, with our boys I mean at home and the parenting stuff kind of was the thing that in the past really fell heavily on me um especially when the kids were little um that kind of but with Josh and Kyle especially given their diagnosis and all this you know special needs and and things and that were required and doctors and teachers and all of those appointments and meetings that we had over the over the years I definitely took the lead on that and um it's been interesting that you know we're we're getting into this you know the final stages of their healing and I was praying and I've been praying um you know and normally I hear pretty pretty clearly from the Lord <laughs> and um you know not audible voice but but I but I know that I know that I know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me and guiding me and um I knew that you know, I was praying and, and I was asking the Lord, okay, what next Lord? How, you know, how can I help, help my boys get there particularly with Josh right now? And, and, um, the Lord kept referring me to my husband. Um, and so, um, you know, well, it took me three times, <laughs> same prayer, like, but Lord, what do you want me to do? But Lord, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so Jody, and let's, let's give a little bit of background because, um, John, John's a great guy. I mean, he's, he's a great man. When your boys got diagnosed, it was in the time where there wasn't a lot of information. Mm-hmm. You got handed a threefold pamphlet. Yeah, we didn't really get, you know, we were just told all of the things that our boys would never do. Um, you know, they would never probably feel love or be able to experience love. They would never probably ever be able to, you know, um, have a job. They would never be able to, um, um, you know, live apart from us, you know, when they got older and, and can I, can I testify? Can I just testify? Can I testify? Sure, please. <laughs> so I'm sitting by Kyle in church. Kyle likes to sit up front because he, man, he wants more of God all the time. Yeah. And this is just one of, I mean, I could go on with stories with both, but the other night he reached over and, um, God had told me to go pray for Josh. I'd had a dream in the morning of me praying for Josh and Josh was ready for it. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never had Kyle do this before. I, I had my hands raised. And I was just like, thank you, God. I just, you know, I, I know that you gave me such a vivid dream this morning of what was going to happen. And Kyle 
reached over, and he's never done this. And he put, he grabbed my hand in his hand, and then he put his hand on the back of my neck and just gently just started rubbing his hand back and forth. Just, I mean, and, and it was just like this. This, this kid is 16 years old. He's taller than me. He's this big guy. You're All your boys are big. <laughs> they are. <laughs> you guys come in this car and you're like, everybody gets out and it's a little car. But, but Kyle, and he's like, he's just, he's expressing the love of God to me. And almost every week he's got his arm around Mike and, you know, yeah. the other week he gave him a kiss on the cheek. And I'll tell you something, you find me that doctor. Right. won't be able to express love. <laughs> yeah. I just had, sorry, sorry. Had to, had, had to do it, had yeah, to do yes. it, had to encourage someone. Yeah. Someone's going to hear that mm-hmm. anyway. So you, you got the trifold folder. You didn't yeah. have a lot of information and you, you yeah. grabbed the puzzle piece flagpole and just took off. Yeah, I mean, we had to figure out how to help our boys because the the medical field at that time, um, healthcare coverage, it wasn't doing really offering anything or any help for our boys, and we were referred to a, a library to go do our own research, and so that's where I spent a lot of my time and uh, figuring out what therapies to try, and we, you know, went forward and, you know tried a lot of things and did a lot of things, um, for our boys. And I definitely took the lead on that, you know, um, in our house at the time. And, and, um, what I can tell you is all of those therapies, I would like to hope and that they helped our boys, um, in some way. And I do believe they probably did, but, um, you know, the, um, (laughs) what I can tell you is the, um, the leaps and bounds growth that we've seen in them has been in the last eight years. And it, the last eight years, they haven't had really any therapies. It's been going to church, seeking God and praying and believing for their healings. And wow. that's what's made the difference. Wow. Um, I truly believe that. And there, and we there have been challenges and so you're in the middle of a challenge right now there's a there's a challenge and and it you're the the breakthrough is there it absolutely is god's doing something in you though and that's where you had always taken the lead in these things all those boxes in your office Mm -hmm. with all the books right i just i just brought up your office yeah oh dear yeah (laughs) Yeah, in that particular area, and that's that's really interesting because actually, um, I was reading today Ephesians five twenty four. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything, not in half of the things, not in ninety percent of the things, but in everything. And that really helped me today because of what I'm walking through right now, I think the Lord is, is, is referring me to my husband for a reason. Um, this is one area in my life I hadn't submitted to my husband in, and, um, and it's been a, and it's, this is kind of fresh right now. And and it's me, um, believing that, you know, in my husband and believing and trusting that the God in him, you know, that God's going to lead and guide him. Holy Spirit through the Holy Spirit like 
um, you know, the rest of the way. We're going to we're going to see that finish line. Our boys are going to see that finish line and it's coming. And so, yeah, so this is another, you know, part of our journey and another piece of me figuring out how, because anybody, well, most people that know me know that I'm a mama bear. Yes. And, and I'm telling you what, there is, there is something in me, um, when it comes to my boys, uh, <laughs> It's, um, this is definitely not an easy one for me. Yeah. I will, I will just admit that for me to lay this down and rely on anyone. I mean, my husband's amazing. Yes. Um, but it's definitely challenging for me to, to lay it down and to say, okay, okay, Lord, you know, what, whatever it takes. And if it takes me believing in my husband and believing in the God in him and the Holy Spirit in him, it's going to lead and guide him. And that's what I'm going to do. That's right. It, it, this is what I hear you is giving up control. Mm -hmm. God, I'm giving up control. And when we hold on to things and we hold on to them so tight, mm -hmm. we can't, our hands aren't open for the miracle. Our hands aren't open for the answer. Our hands aren't, you know, it's like, it's like climbing, you know, climbing. I, I saw a video the other day of one of the young men in the, in our kids ministry, and he was uh, at a rock climbing wall and you can't climb. You can't rock climb with stuff in your hands. You have to have your hands open to grab onto things. And, and if we want to try and control everything, and I know that I've heard from you this is, it's very hard to give up control. And as women, okay, so Jody's just been vulnerable. She's told everybody, but I can tell you that there are women right now and you need to give up control because that's a part of submission is, is giving, is not trying to get out in front and figure everything out because we don't believe in our husband or we don't believe that he knows as much as us or we don't believe that he's thought this part of it through and they know that and they sense that. And you called me the other day. We had one of our good, great conversations. We, we call them the, the commute calls. And, uh, we usually know it's time to end cause you pull into the parking garage and <laughs> I lose you, <laughs> but you were talking about this meeting that you had with the doctor and how John just, Man, just, I mean, it's a, te it, he, it's a, yeah. it's a great testimony. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in awe. That just happened a few weeks ago. Um, you know, we had to figure out, you know, what we were going to do for Josh, um, with the, the recent challenges he's had and what are we going to do? And we've been believing God for his healing, but you know, everyone was, you know, the doctor was saying, okay, maybe a specialist would help. And so we're having to, I'm like, praying about this and being like, Oh Lord, you know, I just want you to do this. And you, so you get the glory and I want doctors to have the glory. What Lord? I don't understand. I'm not hearing anything from the Lord. And I kept, and one day it hit me. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to submit to my husband in this area. So I just, I took it to John and I said, well, what do you think we ought to do? And he said, I have peace with taking him to the doctor and it's okay if maybe he needs, maybe the doctors can do something or a therapist can do something, you know, to help him and, or, you know, until he gets, you know, his full healing. And I, 
So I said, okay, we're going to do this. Well, I was dragging my feet a bit on that doctor because it's the same doctor who gave us the diagnosis years ago and told us all of those things our boys would never do. And it was pretty hard for me to go back there. I mean, we haven't been back there in over 10 years. And, um, but John was okay with it. He had peace with it. And I said, okay, Lord, we're going to do this. And, and interesting in this one hour appointment, all the incredible things that happened, <laughs> including, you know, we talked about the challenges that Josh is currently having, but in the middle of this appointment, seeing John just take the lead on the discussions about our son and take the lead on, you know, um, what, you know, next steps and take the lead. And, and I would sat there and I just watched this happening. I was like, Oh, okay. This is what this looks like <laughs> because to be honest, that's the first, first time really in this particular realm. Now, John has taken the lead on a lot of stuff in our household. So he's not, a, you know, it's just that in this particular area, he had allowed me to take the lead on this with the boys for, for many years. And so um, yeah, and then to have Josh just be able to demonstrate in the middle of that appointment his cognitive abilities and have this doctor just continue to come back and say, yeah, but he's probably going to score pretty low. Yeah, but he's doing this and this, but yeah, he's probably going to score pretty low on adaptive skills and these kind of things. And, you know, John was able to just say, well, what is that? Well, you probably can't send him into the store for a gallon of milk. And he just looked at her and said, yes, we can. <laughs> and she was kind of like shocked. And then she said, but you can't probably leave him at home alone. And John, and John is like, yeah, we do all the time. He's really responsible and independent. And she said, oh. So those were those moments for, for me and for us where we really realized like, wow. Because, um, you know, this is a, a doctor who sees these kids day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and we even realized like, wow, she, what she's expecting based on what she knew of them, mm -hmm. you know, years ago. And it's not the case, you know, what the things that they're doing already. It's so you've got, you've got three amazing testimonies in that. You've got your, your boys that are just zooming out of the diagnosis. And then you have doing what what god told you to do submit yourself to your husband get in line mm -hmm. res, you know get, mm -hmm. respect him love respect and love are just so interconnected and um i think that that's how we love our husbands well you know we were talking earlier about you know love languages and loving you know john has different uh uh <laughs> Uh, what love language than you do. You're both. A lot mm -hmm. of times we attract to the other person, and and you know I I totally get John that acts of service because that's my love languages mm -hmm. are acts of service, and you're just like yeah, but I don't even see how that could, <laughs> how can that be? How can yeah. chores be love? <laughs> <laughs> but they are. Yeah. They are, and that's and we're all different in that way, and so that's respect. That's understanding. That's how we, we, that's how we submit ourselves one to another. And, um, 
and I loved. Now I've got to say this: we're not we're not a church that tells everybody to wear all the women have to wear dresses. Um, we women wear pants too, but I love I love that that what you said about the pants in the family, the leadership in the family, mm-hmm. that leadership, and John is John is not one to not take it, mm-hmm. but as women we have to learn to release it yes. and release that control. Mm-hmm. And great things. And trust. And trust. Wow. Yeah. Trust the Holy Spirit in him. And trust the Holy Spirit in him. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Well, Jody, you have been very, very open and vulnerable today and told your story. And I know that your story is going to affect a lot of people. It already does. And you are one brave lady, and the Cotterwick family is a blessing in our life, and we're so thankful. And we're just, you know, I, I want to encourage everybody that community, this is how you live out community. You walk together, and you go through the tough times, and then you get to go to the mountaintops together. And that that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. So, Jody, thank you so much for being here today and driving home quickly across the Glen Jackson <laughs> to get to my house. And uh, Anna, thank you, producer Anna. And uh, thank you for joining us, uh, the house at home. And you can uh, link to our socials and follow us, follow our podcast. There'll be more exciting podcasts in the future. I do want to say this, that I was talking today and I was talking about warrior women and how I want to do a, a podcast in the very uh, a short future about women in my life that are, are single, single moms, single, and how they are amazing warriors for God and how God is using them so mightily. So that'll be a good one, Mona Jody. That's going to be great. I can't wait. That's going to be good. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, Anna. Very good.